The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Playing podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Adam Scott. Hello. Um, so, uh, what have you been playing, then, Adam? Um, Overwatch mainly. <laughs> oh I've yeah, just apart been, from Overwatch. I've, I've just how's I've, that going? It's, it's going pretty well. I haven't. I still haven't done any competitive stuff. I, there's a um, the competitive the season. The first season ended. Um, just as I was about to have some time to, to, to sink into it. Um, because the thing is, with the competitive ones, the matches the, the matches are longer than they are in quick play. So, because there's multiple rounds and there's everything else, and people actually tend to, well, as I understand it, there is more of an expectation that people actually do what they're supposed to do rather than screw around, which can lose the game very quickly. Um, but, uh, so I just missed out on that. And then, because I only get to play the one night a week, what normally happens is I go into quick play to warm up thinking, right, I'm good, because the season two started now, and they've made some changes to it, so it's a bit easier to get on. And, um, I end up sort of like doing, uh, before I know it, I've been in quick play for four hours, you know, <laughs> warming, warming up, just going, I'll just do one more match with this, this team. Um, and sometimes it's fun, and sometimes it isn't, but then I, I kind of think, but then it gets late, and I know that if I was doing competitive, I'd have to talk to my people, and I'm worried about my kids next door, and blah 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 blah. But it's yeah. it's I'm still really really enjoying it. I've I've kind of eased off on it a bit, um, but they introduced uh, a new map um, just the other week, uh, which is beautiful. It's a lovely map. Uh, it's it's really good. I've had some really good battles on. There's good good choke points and lots of places to flank people and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's pretty much the same. There's constant balance nerves to it, and it's just, I, it's just that kind of game that I, I could, I think I could probably, I'll probably be playing a few matches a week for years. This is definitely my new TF uh, Team Fortress Classic. Nice. Um, it's 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 just that kind of game I I really enjoy. I guess the only thing is now that there is a proper competitive um, season going on. We're getting the situation now. When I, when the first season went started, and I played in quick play, all of a sudden it did seem a lot less toxic in the in the chat. Which I don't want to give the impression it's a toxic game because it really isn't most of the time. But you do get tryhards and people, and that's fine because everyone everyone's level of enjoyment is different. To, I mean, everyone's level of competitiveness is different, and what they consider fun is different. So that's fine. But um, <coughs> when the season one started, um, most people in quick play were there just playing for fun, but playing the game you know, fooling around. When 
the season ended, all the people that had been playing in competitive right really hard said, all right, we'll go, we've only got quick play to play in now, um, you know, which is the just find randoms of the same skill level mode. No, no, nothing really on your stats other than your personal stats. Um, and people were just going in there just completely fucking about, like massively stacking one heroes. You have a whole team of Winstons and, um, and, <laughs> and or versus Symmetras and it just got really bizarre. And sometimes that's fun. Um, but then sometimes you, you, all you want to do is you want to play the game the way it was intended to be played. You know, by yeah. making a good composition and, fr- and, and fighting the other team. And after you played five or six matches where other people on your team are just all trying to learn how to Hanzo, um, it's, it's fucking, t- and then if you start, and if you make any kind of comment like, maybe we could have not, maybe we couldn't have three ninja snipers on the team, please. Maybe we could have a tank. I can't heal and tank at the same time. And then, oh, fuck off, man. It's only quick play. You know, and it's like, well, I know it's not competitive. I know it doesn't mean anything, but I still want to just play the bloody game and actually have a chance of squaring off against people normally. Those those kind of games which go down the wire when everyone's trying to... I've got my heart beating in my chest like a, a squirrel in a sack. Not yeah. that I know what that feels like, but I imagine they thrash around quite hard. <laughs> when um, you say it's competitive, yeah. do you mean it's... Are you like trying to go up a ladder yeah, individually? Yeah, it's a ladder. So um, you, you can either you, there's a number of different modes that you can play. Um, they have season competitive seasons, and in there you get a, a skill ranking effectively. So in the first season, it was skill ranking one to a hundred, and what a lot of people were finding was that they would get they you play you play ten matches, and at the end of your ten matches, those are your placement matches, you get your skill rating, and then you. That's your effective level ELO, which is effective. People that play games yeah. properly would know what that means, probably. But I'm I'm a dirty, filthy casual. So um, we've got you get your skill rating, and then you know that shows where you are. In this new season, they've changed it so that they're actually doing it out of five thousand, and they're breaking it up into tiers. So you've got like bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and then you've got master, and then uber master or something. Um, and so there's a, what, once you're in a tier, you can't drop out of it. So if you make gold one season, no matter how much your rating goes down, you'll always be a gold standard player. And that's how people right. are kind of doing themselves. It's, yeah, so what, I guess it's much the same as Hearthstone um, in the in your skill rankings all the way up there. Yeah, well, that's my kind of leading point of reference, I suppose. Um, well, it's all but, Blizzard, isn't it? I think it's a similar well, yeah. system. Yeah, I, I I can sort of see how why they've done it that way. I know as well they've got their own kind of uh, matchmaking system that is like all maths based that I'm sure is quite similar. Yeah. Um, I just find that like if it's an individual uh, competition, how th- does it feel like that's maybe at odds um, with the team dynamic and does well, that compromise the, that? This slightly? is the point. I think actually because the thing is. If the team loses, you lose a lot more points than you gain if you win. This is how uh, I understand it, because I haven't actually done any competitive matches, so I, I'm kind of... This is the, what I picked up from, from Reddit complaints and all that kind of stuff. So, And also, if people leave the game halfway through, then that could affect... Uh, I, I think that's taken into account somewhat, but that can, that can make you lose the match. So the fact is, people that are playing in competitive, um, unless they're really there to just, just screw around... Um, there is a lot more pressure on people to actually try and get a good team composition together, um, you know. And this is why, in quick play, no one gives a no one gives a fine fuck. In most matches I've been in recently, they're just doing whatever they want to do. 
because it's it's for practicing. Um, but in competitive, when the match starts, you know, the people will be keen to if anyone's playing a ridiculous hero that they really ought not to be playing then there will be a, a bit more of a verbal about it. And people kind of expect it a bit more because it is competitive. It, it, you, you fucking around affects everyone on your team. Now, I think actually, so there is more of an incentive for people to play as a team. Um, and um, th- there's always going to be complaints that I was doing my bit and carrying, but no one else was doing their bit. And, it, you know, uh, people are going to do that. But the whole point is that you get your skill rating after 10 placement matches and then you can work your way it's not like a personal ladder as such but your skill rating allows you to judge the other people that you're in with if you know what i mean um so um i i don't know i mean i'm 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 keen to give the competitive a go because actually i think when you're more likely to be, when the competitive season's on you are more likely to find a game where people are trying to work as a team and actually communicate a bit more and no one communicates in quick play very often um but in competitive, I think people will try and do that, um, and that's what I really enjoy about Overwatch. When the team is working together, and you can work with somebody else, and people are listening to your callouts and reacting, and people are combining their ultimate abilities together because they've read they've read the flow of battle and they're reacting to it, and everyone's on the same wavelength. There are a few experiences I've had gaming, apart from some very memorable co-op stuff with you guys, where um, I can get consistently the same endorphin hit that I get from playing Overwatch when everything comes together, because oh, that is that, uh, there is something about a, a well-fought battle where you've been part of something—a movement, a push, or a coordinated defense—that's pulled off, and you've pulled the game out of the bag at the last minute. They're more satisfying than the ones where you just go in and destroy the other team in two minutes. That doesn't really prove anything apart from the fact that they weren't communicating, or they just didn't have their shit together, and you did. You know, yeah. but those ones where it goes down the wire, my fucking hell, man, that is that is a rush. And so I'm hoping that when you play that in competitive, you know, you get that more consistently. The flip side of that is that um, when you lose, there's normally, what I understand, there's a fair amount of <laughs> toxic finger pointing going on about who wasn't pulling their weight. But there's been a lot of, but Blizzard won't introduce like. Um, scoreboards so you can see people's because i think the problem with scoreboards is it doesn't reflect all the stuff that you can happen yeah you can see your your, your kdr on there um but you know and you can see the amount of healing you've done or or damage blocked depending on your role but i, I play tracer i'm not as much as i used to but tracer the, the, the fast zippy one that does time traveling stuff oh yes i'm not great at getting kills with tracer to be honest i but i'm very very good at getting on everyone's tits in the back line so I'm very good at getting people to chase me and ignore the front door into the objective or try and pull people off the choke point. So I'm very good at being a nuisance and distracting people in the back line as Tracer. But that you can't really reflect that on a scoreboard. So no. when when they look at the end of the scoreboard and see that you as an offensive hero didn't you, you, you didn't get more <coughs> kills than somebody else, it's like, oh man, you weren't doing your job properly. It's like, well, actually I... <laughs> I pulled yeah. four people yeah. off the checkpoint yeah. so you could push on it actually but never mind um, so and I so I can I think actually I'm quite glad there isn't a scoreboard on there because you know a lot of people want to compete against people on their own team and see that they are, but they're the better player but the, the Blizzard are really trying to fire to force this as being a team game and yes you, you can see how well you're doing but you, we're not going to allow you a stick to beat all the other players with you know which is I think it's kind of nice for a change cool so um, you yeah have you have you played much uh, Overwatch, Ian, or have you bounced off it? 
Um, I've certainly played stuff with Adam. What level are you now, Adam? 181. Holy fucking tits. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Did I miss the divorce? Have you... You missed the week in Poland. That's what it was. Uh, and, okay, uh, gotcha, and gotcha. I, missed, uh, I missed a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a bit awesome. Cartman? Were you a bit Cartman in WoW? Is that yeah, what it was? I, I, I guess so. I guess so. I was, okay. you know, I had, I had, I had bags Sitting under there my in your eyes. Own I had bags under my eyes you could fall asleep in. Ah, okay, cool. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, um, but it's but the thing is, it's not that easy. You just play it. I mean, it, it's it's not like a massive grind, you know. It, sure. Yeah. There, um, I've seen people. I've seen people four five hundred level. That's <laughs> four star wow. level. Their name. It's fucking bonkers. Well, good for them. I hope they yeah. use that to. No, yeah, good, good. Good luck um, with those exams, mate. Hope that degree yes. pulls through. Yes. <laughs> um. I, I played some with Adam. I really, really like it, but uh, it it's it doesn't really tick my box for it doesn't tick my box in the same way that other game, games that I'm current that I have played does. I, I think it is a perfect game, and I understand I perfectly understand why Adam is I don't know wasting his life in there all these hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I it's. I think I don't have the patience for that type of game anymore. I know BF4 is a bit like that, but for the same reason that I don't have, I don't, I don't want to, especially with the, with the characters in Overwatch. I cannot be asked to understand the intricacies of the characters. What I want is a game that, or what I prefer is a game where we're all equal apart from the gun you have and the fact that you probably know the map or not. But apart from that, anybody can shoot anybody. Yeah. And, I know if I played it for long enough, I would get up to speed with the different characters and their abilities and how one will be better against another. But that that's not really a thing for me. That's the degree of RPG that I would generally just click through on an RPG. Right. Um, I, the games that I've played, I've enjoyed, so I think there's probably value in... Uh, I don't think you need to know that to have a good time, but I think as the player base becomes more progressed... There might be some more the vocality with express and disgust that my particular choice of using Bastion again, for example, <laughs> might not be as well received as I would expect. And if I want to play that, I'd like to play that. I know yeah. it's a team thing; and we should be working together. But if there's no comms and nobody's working together, or if there's comms on Skype or one of the other things, and they're all playing as a unit, well, I, I'm tell me that you're on there and I'll join you. Maybe we can do some stuff like that. I've certainly done Planet Side like that. Join other people's team speaks to get team stuff going. Um, yeah, I just yeah. I, there's other things I want to play. Yeah, uh, that's the thing with with Blizzard games in general <coughs> is that um, they're very sticky. They're very good, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's just so much there to grab you. And and it's if you if you let it, then it certainly will. But uh, otherwise, it's very easy to look at it as a bottomless pit of awesome that you're never yeah. going to get away. Exactly. From. I think we've um, spoken about this. Be- sorry, I think we've spoken about this before. I think probably the last time you and I were playing, Adam. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it then, but but I think what I needed to do was carry on playing it, yeah. and then I would have been more drawn into it than I have been. But I've been distracted by other stuff, and yeah, uh, I haven't got back into it, and I don't really know what I'm going to. Right. So, well, uh, I think that's look. The fact is, it's you've got to play what you what you want to play. I mean, that's you shouldn't be forced to play anything you don't want to. Um, so, I'm, I mean, I've, I've, you know, clearly I've played it quite a lot for me. Um, and 
I'm thinking uh, last couple of times I've played it, I have had less. I, I guess it's harder as it, as it is with any addiction. It's harder and harder to get the same level of high out of the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, so I think I'm probably going to maybe just leave it for a bit. I'll I'll play maybe once or twice during a lunch break or something, um, and then do something yeah. else. Yeah, well, that's kind of how I'm playing Hearthstone. Sorry, I'm trying to segue my way in there. Um, <laughs> because they recently put out a new uh, expansion called One Night in Karazhan. Um, so uh, they released their usual... It's like a solo adventure, and it's there's four wings to it. And each one of them is... Uh, I think it's like seven pounds or... No, it's 700 gold or four quid or something like that. But anyway, I had enough gold because I play it like every day. Um, I had enough gold to just unlock it over the four weeks it was coming out. Um, so I've done all that and I've got all the new cards. And I, and I thought I'd mix it up actually because I've been playing like a patron warrior uh, whose gimmick is basically there's this patron card and uh, if it gets damaged it replicates itself. So you just basically, the whole game revolves around you trying to do small amounts of damage to your units which gives you these huge combo bonuses and uh, it's it's really rewarding way to play they've tried to nerf it but uh, it's still pretty good uh, it's still in there but I just thought I'd spend a bit more attention uh, looking at like uh, uh, some of the sites out there I think there's Metabomb is one Half Pwn is another and they basically do sort of news articles saying this is a good deck that's competitive now so I've gone over to Dragon Priest which was cool I had enough uh, of the uh dust or whatever to make some of the cool cooler dragon cards that are quite tough and competitive and also um uh, there's a couple of new cards that came in the new expansion that basically allow you there's like a discovery mechanic that's happened over the last few expansions where you can play a card and it will give you uh, a choice of three randomly selected but some of that they include legendaries so you can even though i haven't got quite all the cards i need to make up this competitive deck uh, I'm able to use that discovery mechanic to kind of give myself the edge. Um, so it doesn't require quite as much of an investment. I don't feel like I'm at as much of a disadvantage as those guys who have like been playing f- since the beginning. Um, so it's pretty cool. I'm currently at rank 17 and I'm getting the hang of how to play this deck. I mean, it's obviously very different to the warrior one. Um, and, and I'm having a lot more fun with it. Uh, it's, you know, I feel like that's kind of the way you have to go. Cause I was, I was kind of convinced at first that I needed to just like focus my limited amount of time that I play it on the one deck. But I feel like you you kind of have to be a bit more interested than that and a bit more you need to keep on top of the curve, as it were. Um, I'm also finding that um, I'm able to uh, get around the 4G restrictions on my train journey. I sort of know when I can start a game (laughs) before it ships out. And... uh, and so I've been getting a few more games in that way. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so, can, so I, can I ask, because I don't really know... I tried playing Hearthstone a bit, and I kind of got cross and stopped. Um, yeah. But I don't play a lot of these card games. I thought the idea was you sort of collected random cards and you built your own deck. But you're saying, I'm using this deck now. Which everyone else appears to be working because it seems to be in the in the meta that you use. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that you can you can if you have the patience experiment with decks, swap cards in and out. But there's hundreds of them, right. and um, like that there, there are the nine classes, but 
kind of over time there have been um there's like a meta version of that so dragon priest is one because if you've got there are loads of dragon cards that are like well they're not necessarily dragons but they'll be like if you have a dragon on your deck in your deck or in your hand it does this and changes uh beefs it up gives it like there's massive amounts of synergies um and there's some very cool cards in the new in the new deck. It's just an awful lot to take in, and like they, you've got the guys on YouTube and stuff that are like um, figuring it all out, you know. Yeah. And, and if you watch those YouTube channels, then I guess you'll be you'll have the edge, perhaps. Uh, certainly, if you want to get above rank 15, which is the highest I've ever got. Um, but yeah, it's it's a proper ladder, like you're. You win two games, you'll lose one. You'll win two games. If you get three wins in a row, you get an extra star, which pushes you up a bit higher. Yeah. Um, but it's just fun. Just, uh, just, just. It's just incredibly rewarding when you when it when it all works together. And some yeah. of the uh, like legendary cards do absolutely crazy things. Like it will just cast a random spell at a random target. Like when people have just sort of like given up, and they're like, "Well, let's see what happens if this happens." Um, and you, yeah, you get, you, you enjoy it as you learn the cards more and what people are playing and you learn what the other, what all the different classes do. Um, it, it's really quite good. And like, but like, but the only, I, I, I never had time for it until the iPhone app came out. Um, uh, but now I just play it all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's great, okay. great little lunchtime fix. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's Hearthstone, and, um, yeah, interest to see where they take that next. This has been the Not Playing Podcast, in partnership with notlistening.co.uk, where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast, and Adam, Ash, and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. Not this one. I thought I'd get that in. Oh, yeah, yeah, not this one. Funny, Adam, not this one. I wouldn't want there to be any confusion. (laughs) Yeah. People being disappointed. (laughs) Um, yeah, they, they put out a new episode. Uh, I think it was Monday. Uh, so yeah, they're back on. They're back in the game. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Did you say if the controls are whack? Yeah. He's down with that, the kids, mate. Jimmy, is that like... Can't hear you. Oh, that punchline was wasted because your audio's dropped. <laughs> yeah, your mic's gone, mate. Can't hear me. Oh, can hear oh, you now. There you go. There you go. But you might oh, have my heard. got a dodgy cable. I think it's been biting through my cable. Uh, it went cable. a moment there. Right, let's do that again. It's... it's, 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 it's so, did you call that whack, Bob? Did you call it whack? Yeah. Is that not language then? <laughs> oh, <this> is... <laughs> I, I, I can just skip over it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
What do we need? Do I need to go on Urban Dictionary? And... No, 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 it's, no, it's, just fine. The, no, the moment's gone. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm sure I've heard, I've heard it somewhere. For a while. That's all. Okay. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.